Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is The Boop Show. Episode, I don't know, for Tuesday, May 25th, 2021. Two ninety. That's the episode. Two hundred and ninety. Yeah. Well, if you don't name the title of the show, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're what? whatever craziness this came out of your face. I think you've you've lost your mind. Uh, Ten measly episodes away from three hundred. Should we do anything? Yeah, special? man. Are we gonna like uh, get ripped and take our shirts off and kick people off into pits and go? This is indie gaming news. Let's do it like that. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. We're gonna go all uh, full. I don't know what would you call that. Full bro, bro radio station mode. Bro row, yeah. Bro row, bro radio. Yeah, we'll bro, let you know. How bro that row. Uh, but yeah, welcome to the show. Two ninety. It's a uh, it's a hell of a day. It's uh, uh, me and Brian. Brian Dunaway over there. I'm Scott Johnson. We're gonna do a show. We're gonna talk about indies. Right. We're gonna have some fun. Uh, we're gonna have a good time. Brian, uh, I played that. Did you play that EA dodgeball game that's currently free until it isn't? I saw it and I thought about it, and then I said, "I don't want to." <laughs> what? Why? What? What about it? Did, it? did it turn you off? What was about it? What was going uh, on? I just... Oh man! Lately, I've just been in this mood of single player, Brian. I don't want to mm. deal with any competitive I thing. You. I feel you. No, no, no. There's yeah, nothing wrong with that. And I'll and, and in a month from now, I'll be like, oh, I can't wait to play all the competitive things. But yeah. for some reason, I've just been kind of, eh, just kind of like, don't touch me. Well, I played a bunch, and I really like it. It's called Knockout City, and yes. uh, it it is a, it's an EA. Well, it's a studio publishing through EA. It's on Game Pass, so you don't have to pay anything there. I assume for for uh, quite a long time. Uh, but everywhere else, like Steam and other places that they have it, it's currently free kind of as a like, hey, let's get playing this thing. And then it's going to be 19 bucks after that. So there's a lot of question about whether, you know, it will continue to thrive, uh, you know, past this little free time. Uh, I don't know. Right. But I but I can tell you, I had a blast. It's not all filled with microtransactions. You earn the shit you get in the game. Uh, graphics are super nice. You throw giant rubber balls at each other. And it's great. But like, I just got to know. I didn't play it. I didn't even watch anything on it. But I do have to know when the ball hits you, does it go boink? Yeah. Like, it like makes the big that red sound. balls do. Yeah. That pier, like, that kind of like weird rubber. Yeah. Just like school. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Boink. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever that sound is, they have it in there. And uh, you can catch a ball if you're good. And uh, you can... <laughs> You can, uh, you know, so that way you won't die or whatever. I mean, just think about the way you played dodgeball. Did you catch in high even one ball, Scott? All the time, caught balls all the time. Really? I mean, it's, it's not hard. That's Scott catching balls right here. Yeah. Uh, but this also feels like their attempt to say, "Hey, we made a game that's like super fun, like uh, you know, competitive Rocket, Rocket League. League or something." Yeah, kind of like that. And uh, they seem, best I can tell from this vantage point, to have made a game where they 
intentionally are avoiding microtransactions. They are nowhere to be seen in this thing. That doesn't mean they won't or everybody can be all poo-poo on EA all you want, but it's possible, I suppose. But it feels like maybe they don't want to this time. It feels like maybe they're trying to earn some of that some of that industry trust back. Uh, So Mm. anyway, Uh, mm, can I just mm, I'm going to say an ignorant thing because I I didn't play this at all. Uh, But I remember when uh, Rocket League came out when it first came out and I played it and I was like, oh, this is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I don't see myself really, you know, coming back here every week or playing it consistently. But then they put the uh, little microtransactions in there, and it actually kept me around a little longer doing all those little cosmetic things. Well, now and, it's free, so you don't and have it's to, still yeah. look at it. It's still it's still there. Yeah, but if it's, it's a still, free if it was a free game to start with, that'd be different. But they changed all that. Epic bought them. It quit being a premium right. game, so now it's a free to play game. But, but with no, micros. no, it still has microtransactions. I was I was referring to the longevity being part of the cosmetic upgrades. Well, that's what that I'm saying. That's what I'm saying because early on you could only unlock those by playing. Or DLC. Right. So you'd right. buy like the Back to the Future DLC or whatever and get the Back to the Future. Right, card. right. Um, Night Rider. I got the Night Rider. But when they stopped like, selling yeah. that as a retail premium product, when you could stop buying Rocket League for 20 bucks and it became right. a free to play game, that's when they introduced microtransactions. And that's right. fine. That's fine because that's a free game that you can mm-hmm. decide mm-hmm. to plug money into. Nobody's complaining about that. What people get pissed about for the most part is when somebody puts out a premium game. And then on top of that, charges for a bunch of extra micro shit in the back in the back end. Ninten- or, um, uh, EA famous for doing that in Absolutely. a couple of really egregious cases like uh, Battlefield 2. What was the other one that was a real stinker? Uh, Mad- uh, Mass Effect 3, that sort of thing. Uh, but this is just like a $20 game. And I've been through all those menus. There's nothing in there that says anything about nothing. So unless right. they introduce it later... Uh, I think so. They got, EA has a couple of models like this for their sports type games, right? They have like, so they've got other sports games, and they just every year it's like yeah, football twenty to whatever, football. right? So I mean, <laughs> what's that? Madden, you mean, right? Madden. Yeah, yeah, Madden for twenty twenty two. It's gonna be next year's game. So are they gonna try to capitalize on that kind of ideology? I mean, I just don't see them being able to sell this at twenty bucks and keep up people playing for very long and i'm probably just being pessimistic i'm bitching about ea stuff that nobody else is bitching about why am i doing that i don't don't know know. it's okay it's okay you're just having a you know you're having a moment here but i'm having a moment uh uh, free rangers made a good uh distinction here that we should probably mention he says it's if the microtransactions change the gameplay that's where the problem is cosmetic is fine correct no i agree with that correct and i should have i should have expressed that like i don't have a problem with for example, Ubisoft's attempts to get micro stuff in their flagship Assassin's Creed games is fine with me because it's all cosmetic. Now, once in a while, they'll sneak something in like, this horse can go 10% faster than any other, you know, like that sort of thing. And that's when you go, now, hold on. What is this fictional uh, developer marketer person that you're imitating? <laughs> I like that. I Yeah. I like it's real annoying. So anyway, all cosmetic. I, no argument for me, even if it's a premium yeah. game. But uh, I didn't even know there was any. I didn't even know there was any uh, microtransactions in any games that are popular that are anything except for cosmetic. Right? Is there any pay to? Well, there's to all sorts of pay now? to win. Uh, the the probably the biggest examples now because a lot of people I mean, hate it. Like on the on the on the phone apps, you usually get a lot of uh, pay to make things easier but 
Yeah, but you're never paying. You're never paying for those games to start with. So I feel like free to play right. gets a pass on on upgrades that cost money. Whereas right. uh, something like okay, so FIFA, Madden, and maybe not an HL. I can't remember. Right. Well, okay, here's a good one. 2K. We'll we'll get out of EA's apartment for a minute. Move over next door to uh, to 2K. 2K's got their uh, uh, a couple of games. Good examples. Their golf game, which I enjoy quite a bit. 2K right. PGA 2K1 or whatever it is. Um, it has microtransactions if you want to use them, but they're all cosmetics. Uh, okay. Nothing, nothing you know what? That's the one place I feel like it would be okay because I feel like the the professional golfer who can spend a little more money gets a little further. I feel like that fits in with the economy of real life. Yeah, more mimics real golf. I still don't think they could get away with it. And there may be a, a, a you know a putter or two in there that's got some sort of I don't know longer reach or who knows longer what what like you know like like it'll your your putt will go farther or something mm. I don't know okay yeah uh, but in the case of like two K one's other basketball game that's got stuff in there that does affect gameplay and so people get really okay. mad about that one okay I didn't know that I I kind of thought. Uh, for my limited okay so i don't play a lot of sports games or games that have a lot of microtransactions sure generally but i thought people had kind of already you know body slammed uh, all the you know the publishers out there for any pay to win type mm-hmm. thing so it sounds like there still is some pay to win out there interesting yeah uh, it's there it's just in and yeah. you can usually tell by <laughs> steam reviews like which ones are doing it because right. people get real I've, seen, I've seen people do it in cosmetics, and I've seen people do it to speed up gameplay, like being able to collect and get get somewhere faster. Yeah, get a little fast pass. Yeah, but that's a people to actually mad. like you know like equipment or things that would improve the person above. That kind of I don't I didn't even think that was still a thing. I thought that was just I thought that was myth at this point. Somebody out there myth. have a good example of it? Send it into us. We'd love to talk about it more on the show, but. Uh... So far, that EA dodgeball. I want to be angry great. about it. Send us something in so I can be angry about yeah, it. Just wants Brian to be Rants. He just wants to be pissed. I also played a little <laughs> bit of that uh, Days Gone on PC. Uh, it's nice to play that game at a better frame rate than freaking 30 oh, or yeah. 24 or whatever it was. Uh, more on that later, but uh, that game's rad. It's real good. I'm, I'm a fan. The one thing that people don't say enough about um, Days Gone for PS4 and now for PC is what a right. good uh, stealth game it is. Like, it's got amazing sneak up and stab a dude in the face stuff going on. And I'm I'm a fan, so more of that, please. Hey, Brian, tell me about your retro pie you got in the mail. It was a whole pie. Somebody sent you a pie. Send me a pie. You know Hammond. He's on the network. He does stuff with Ibbets. Yeah. He sent me a he sent me a, a, a Commodore sixty four and a retro pie. Now I have had a uh, a raspberry pie before, and I've loaded up a, a retro pie on it before as well. And I started to configure it, and it was a big old pain in the butt. But uh, he just sent me this thing, man, and it is already preloaded. This yeah. thing is configed, and I really like it. I really need somebody in the future to always handle my um, pie-related products and just send them to me prepackaged. That's office. what I want to do. Fantastic. I don't want to make them anymore. I don't want right. to. I don't want to go through all that and have to read a thing and do step by. That's like building PCs again. I'm done. I did that. I had in the '90s and the early aughts. That's when I built PCs. I don't do that I anymore. Do that. No more. But I, 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 I love it, and I am overwhelmed because there is so much stuff in there, and I'm like, holy Moses! Look at all of these retro, old school games, console, just all the platforms you can imagine, all just in there. 
and I'm really looking forward to just uh, putzing around in it. I mean, I'm not going to do any major playing in it, but it is nice just to you know throw it up and go, hey, let's play this. I haven't played Super Pac-Man forever. Yeah, I need to. If Hammond's the one sending you that, I should get with Hammond and finally build my full-size arcade cabinet that I want to do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, um, yeah. you know, I got the RetroPie image now. I'm just saying. Mm. Oh, hi, Boop Show. Mm, perfectly mm. legal. Perfectly legal. Perfectly legal. <laughs> uh, well, that's what that's all about. Now let's do some of this. Hey, look at that. It's time for some retro, not really retro, some indie news. Let's get to the indie news. There's a little bit of retro in here. We'll see. We'll see how it treats us. Uh, by the way, if you want to submit your own stories to the show, you think they're worthy of talking about on the show on a weekly basis, go to boopshow.reddit.com and submit it. To the that place pants. is on fire. It's going crazy. Crazy, I tell you. There's also a frog pants one, and I'm, I'm going to, I need to get those two linking back and forth more often because that one's also. You do. Uh, I, I, I stay involved with that, and I, uh, I uh, watch, you usually post like old school art a lot of times in that frog pants. Yeah, especially really, lately. That's what I'm watching. I really, I really, that's what I'm watching. I've really amped my, uh, my contribu- uh, contribution over there. So, uh, yes. More of that coming soon. Netflix. Uh, it's looking more and more likely the evidence is piling up that Netflix wants to be the Netflix of games themselves. Uh, don't let somebody else do it. Maybe they'll just do it. Uh, so they've, you know, fiddled with gaming occasionally. They got their choose your own adventure crap with that bandersnatch business and a couple other things, but that's probably the most prominent example. Right. Um, the streaming giant may be expanding further into gaming with a new bundle for Netflix subscribers, according to several reports over the last few days. It's very similar to Apple Arcade in terms of its model and its sort of games type, probably use case right. here. Good news, indie developers, Apple Arcade, like Netflix of games. Yes, potentially. Um, we don't know a ton about it because it's a lot of you know rumors and Netflix is, they have not co- committed to anything. Their they, plans they, are, haven't, they haven't actually, from my understanding, from what I've read, uh, every time I see a little tidbit come out about it they're looking for a lead game person so they're putting together a team so we're we're at team building right now right right? so i I think they're probably interviewing a couple of people talking to some people and seeing if there's good fits and if there's like some synergy there that's the words they use in corporate america synergy and then they can uh, maybe put something together that'll move forward i think they don't i think they want to have the discussion and they can't have the discussion without getting somebody in there who knows what they're doing and can look at the models and go, yeah, yeah, or no, no. Well, my guess is day one, they'll do better than Stadia. And day two, they'll do better than Amazon Luna. And by Absolutely. day three, uh, people take some notice and say, whoa, they're already doing better than those other two. But I don't know right. if they can ever like do xCloud level, freaking even NVIDIA now level yeah, stuff. I'm curious how they're going to do this. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be cloud gaming like you would have I would assume right? streaming yeah. that would be that would be the direction to go in it'd have to be uh, right because what else are you going to do right. you're not going to have some what else new you do? They, don't, they don't have they don't have like a you know a hardware system mm-hmm. like Amazon does you know Amazon right. for years has had their Amazon TV you could play little indie games on that thing you could even get a little controller with it and that kind of morphed into Luna yeah. uh, you know and of course Google Stadia which is an offshoot of Chrome essentially and they're uh, Chromecast Chromecast so, I mean, right they, they don't really have a hardware platform to do it on so they got to do it in the cloud yeah right that's what they'll do i'm sure of it i'm not un- entirely sure that they won't do this this seems like maybe something they will do my guess is the kinds of indies they, they would normally go after mm-hmm. are already on contract for their exclusivity mobile wise on apple 
And right. those guys all have like six month to 10, you know, to 12 months sort of uh, Apple gets at first and then we'll go to other platform, uh, platforms sometimes sooner. But those games always end up on Steam or other consoles. They just can't end up on Android devices. That's part of the deal. So does Apple re, re, um, rework these contracts to say uh, Android, but also Netflix? We don't want you going there yeah. for that. Unless they're going to get they, in a real sticky situation once they get to that level. Yeah, my right? guess is my guess is they'll be they'll just do like they do now. Like if you want to be here, then you're on the hook for six months exclusivity, and then after that, go wherever except our competing mobile platform, which in the end may screw them anyway. I don't know. I, I feel yeah. like the the early access thing is uh, probably enough for them. At some point, a court may even step in and say, "Look, you can't you can't force this the way you're forcing it now with mobile exclusivity." Yeah. And it wouldn't be that big of a deal for them to drop that and keep the timed exclusivity, which everyone does. Sony does that. Microsoft does. Everybody has timed exclusivities. Steam, Epic. Right. Epic does it like crazy right now. So um, anyway, I'm curious how what this would be. Like, who knows if it would be tie-ins to all their popular TV shows. Are you going to get some Oh, I definitely of- think that would be the case. I mean, there's some pretty decent uh, Stranger Things games out there on mobile uh, and on uh, on Steam. Yeah, the Stranger they're, Things you know, they're, they're uh, little, retro game is pretty little, good. It's yeah, right. retro games, kind of uh, you know, mm-hmm. bit pixel graphics. They're, yeah, they're fun. It was all right. Yeah, I kind of wish they'd have done that. Uh, did they end up putting out the Minecraft uh, Telltale thing? Telltale, they did. Right? No, the Telltale thing. I think that totally stalled when Telltale took a took Telltale a dumper. To the, okay, to the nuts. And they also yeah, were doing a Stranger Things game with Telltale, but that also took a dumper. Right. Um. Oh, no, here it is. Telltale's Minecraft story mode did survive. Oh, did it And now? it's partially playable on Netflix, but that thing's there. But oh. yeah, you can play that on a PC or something else. I so. do remember that, yes. Yeah. A Queen's Gambit game. Good idea for your Rangers. Let's get all the, 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 <laughs> the um, you know, let's do House of Cards, and then there'll be a whole chapter yeah, of that game about sexual right. harassment getting you fired from your own show. We'll do that. You're, you, really get, you really get in trouble when you force... <laughs> something like that when you say uh we're gonna push a bunch of our ips and we're gonna turn them into games because you know a lot of stories just don't translate well to games because you have to have a nice gameplay hook yeah but you, you could see them doing story. it you could see them trying right. and wanting to do what i'm saying you know right they, do. they won't but they want to streaming they chess sure you can play chess what they against, want uh, is the money yeah they want the monies we just want the monies homer he says anyway <laughs> we'll see how that goes uh, Konami, we uh, may another may be bringing back its classic IP thanks to indie studios. They may have a few surprises for fans and its classics franchises, as indie developers make uh, take the reins rather of the likes of Castlevania, Silent Hill, and Rocket Knight. Sometime in the future, it's hard to think of Silent Hill as a retro game, but I get this point. It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's it is it is at this point it is retro and it is ripe. For a indie to come in and to uh, and to give us a new spin on it, yeah, they were gonna do um, what was that one called? Um, the demo turned out to be a oh. teaser for it. Um, what was that called? Yeah. Um, uh, oh PT, my gosh, PT was the thing. PT, yeah, PT was the thing, right? But then it opened up at the end with uh, what's his bucket uh, from uh, from uh, Walking Dead walking around. When you're really wanting the hard details, <laughs> Scott's going to give it to you. 
What's uh, you name? know that oh, game. Silent well, what's Hills. His that's what it was. What's the bucket in it? And <laughs> that's what it was. Silent Hills is the name of it. Oh, Silent Hills. That's right. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Adding an S to your mm-hmm. your new sequel. Yeah. Alex asked what uh, constitutes retro these days. I don't know. I don't know how many More, years. I, I think it's always been. Well, okay. So for a long time, our generation called it old school and then it turned to retro. And I think most retro games are any time uh, there's significant visual change. So mm. like, uh, like, you know, the PS4 stuff is is, you know, I don't think you consider that retro, but anything like the PS3 era kind of games. Right? I feel like that it has be... to. I feel like there has to be some kind of year thing because I don't know what the I, move. I it's do, like a moving. I think it works, but I think it works more like generations do because we don't. We do define uh, generations by years, but really those years represent a cultural shift, something that has significantly impacted those people of a certain age yeah but then it stays though that label stays what i'm saying is i think this is a a moving target so you can have stuff you know okay in the 90s stuff in the 70s and early 80s would have been considered retro because they were older or old enough to to call them that did that Mm -hmm. window just keep moving and everything that passes through the window stays in retro it doesn't there's nowhere else for it to go it's oh yeah it's now at metro so you catch up to the 90s and it's like well right now super mario world is new but in 20 years that game is retro as shit so it's pushed back on the window that just keeps moving and collecting stuff on the back end right so i think that's kind of how it works i don't know when that's when that window starts Uh, i have no idea like three, good, like the 360 makes a good point says guy go ahead i don't think the 360 counts yet we're not there yet well i i think it can count um i think any games that have continued to be developed or came late in life on a console i mean the things have already kind of changed i mean like yeah the, but the i guess there's no way of, i'm looking at like tally says mass effect one is is that retro i don't think so the first one yeah, I just play it and it's beat it. Teetering on but retro. The, se- the second enough- one, the second one came out less than a year later, so I don't think that counts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but there was a big, there was a lot of steps between one and two. There were. I mean, I'm playing two right now and just finished one, so I'm 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 right. definitely still soaking in it. But I can't look at those and call them retro. Like it doesn't work. Right. Like this you is can- a fun topic. I like I like what is retro? When does it happen? When know. does it happen? It's all know. relative, right? Einstein yeah. nailed it. He said, uh, when it comes to retro, R equals... I don't know what he said. Maybe it's when you are willing to pay for it again. <laughs> that's when it's yeah, retro. Yeah, when, when you have a moment of nostalgia, <laughs> that's when it is retro. Yeah. That's how we defined old school, is when we had a moment of nostalgia and we elevated that game uh, to some kind of you know, level. Well, if that's, like, oh, true, yeah, this is, if that's true, then yeah. Mass Effect must be retro because that's why I bought the remastered thing because I had serious right. nostalgia for that series and I'm loving it again. But if I'm honest, it's not that different from modern third-person RPG shooter types. Like It's kind of right. still the it's model. Little, it looks a little better now, yeah. but not vastly better. It's, it's, <laughs> it's still kind of in that zone. And I don't think the cutoff can simply be 2D and 3D. I don't think that's fair. Right. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Yeah, we'll, we'll get emails on this. We're gonna we're gonna by next week we'll have we'll have a clearly defined definition of retro, and I would like to also uh, piggyback on that, and I would like to know the difference uh, retro v old school. Yeah, get on that. <laughs> we need an answer get on, on it. Stat. 
Uh, anyway, watch for some of those games coming potentially. Finally today, King of Seas is out today. I bring this yes. one up because it's an indie I've had my eye on for a while. I have it on Switch. It's probably going to be my game next week. Uh, but King of Seas is an action role-playing game set, these are their own words, set in a procedural pirate world. An epic adventure awaits you on your fantastic world dotted with fights, lost islands, and treasures. A universe that will keep you anchored as you struggle to become the nah. king of all pirates. They said, they said anchor in reference to a sailing game. Ah, ah I see what nice. they did. Yeah. Um, okay, so I I had I didn't know what this was at first because mm. I was like you said that and I was like King of Seas. So that sounds familiar. Then I went to the uh, the Steam page to look yeah. at it yeah. and I was like I don't recognize this at all. It, it's because the all the material they have on um, the Steam page is looks nothing like the actual game. It reminds me of what they did with Sea of Thieves because I kept I kept seeing stuff from uh, you know. The Sea of Thieves, and it, it didn't look like the actual gameplay. Really? But if you go look at this game elsewhere, by the way, Team 17, yeah. uh, if you go elsewhere, it's like, oh, this game is like mostly top-down, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a top-down experience, but those, but those are the graphics you're looking at. And there's, but and there's, all the promotional material is hardly any of us top-down, and it definitely doesn't show, it does not show a single one of the cutscenes where they have these highly stylized characters it, there's not a single character on this page, and they are some seriously stylized well, characters. Yeah, I mean, welcome to the world of promo video versus actual game. Right, I mean, that's not but that I mean, weird. this is like a hardcore cut. It's like uh, I'm not putting none of that on here. You can forget it. Well, I'm not putting that on here. What I want is what they're it's doing, weird. which is a top down. I do want a top down experience. I don't want some freaking 3D drive my. Yeah, around. that's why I was saying when I saw the trailers and stuff, I was like, I was like, ah, I'm not really interested in doing no 3D. But when I saw it top down, I was like, yeah, yeah. I want to micromanage some little ships and like pirates back in the day. Yeah, it looks, sign me up. It looks neat. I'm stoked. It does. Yeah. It does so I'll I'll let people know it. next week what I think because I'm a I'm a play it on my Switch, which I on hope your is Switch? I hope it's a decent version of it on the Switch. If it's not, you can always get it for 25 bucks on Steam or elsewhere. And it's not an early access. This is a game that is out. Yeah. It's just like, hey, we finished the game. Here it is. Yeah. And the reviews are, so far, really good. Uh, (laughs) Listen, some of these. uh, uh, Oh, this is one of those that came out as a demo during that demo period when they were doing Steam Days or whatever, and people really liked it. And there, there still is a demo too, by the way. Is there a demo now? Just, okay. Boy, yeah, this, is, this must be, this must be salad days for sure. you. You must be stoked about all the demos. I am stoked about it. Oh, look, I have five friends who want this game. Scott Johnson's one of them. Nice. Um, this review says Sid Meier's Pirates in 2021. I don't think that's inaccurate. That's a turn-based game. That isn't accurate. I, but that's what I'm trying to figure out. I mean, this it's is a, action role-playing, right? Sure. So but it's real time some, and it's top down and it's RPG and it's story right. and you're leveling up your stuff and getting better equipment, and better ships and all that. And that's what it is. That's the game. That's the game I want to play too. So, but I'm look, stoked. look, this is what I think. Go. I love, st- I, I love team Steam. 17. Oh. <laughs> team 17 has never steered me wrong. They, uh, every game I've ever played from team 17 has always been at least enjoyable. Yeah. I haven't had any big farts with those guys yet. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Been 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 a good relationship with them since like I was Monster Sanctuary last night blew my mind. Yeah, that game's great. Blew my mind. Yeah, Monster yeah. Sanctuary is great. I love that game. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll let you guys know. I think it's going to be cool. And the 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 art style leads me to think that this will be just fine on the Switch. There's nothing too crazy going on here. So uh, I'll let you know. All right, that's that. Now this. 
time to talk about the games we played this week. And uh, why not start with this one? I did mention it last week and I went ahead and played it more. And now I have more stuff to say about it, even though I was out of town for a while when it uh, when I was hoping to be playing it more. But uh, the game is called Voxel Tycoon. Voxel. Voxel Tycoon. I'll repeat that again. Yes. Voxel Voxel Tycoon. tycoon. Now. Uh, you might think to yourself, Scott, what is this tycoon games? I'm familiar with those. How is this similar to a tycoon game? <laughs> well, it is one of those, but the defining feature of it is it's mostly a, like a logistics type simulator, uh, you know, management sim. Think of like, um, oh, geez, uh, kind of a little bit Tropico? like fact- Factorio. No, Tropico is more like city management, city building. Right, right. This isn't quite so that. like Factorio. That I, That's I'm looking at it now. That looks a little closer like, yeah. to Factorio, but more maybe even yeah. more so like a one of these train games where the whole the whole goal is like, well, you've got factories in this town, and you got to get steel production going so you can deliver steel to this other town. And to do that, you need to build roads and uh, railways or whatever. Uh, to do that, this guy's spending a lot of time in map mode. I'm trying to get down where it so it doesn't look so shitty. <laughs> um, it's uh, wow. This is. That is a that is a lot of details and stats on those pages. There's it seems like it, but it's not really. That's why that's why his playthroughs okay. bugging me. I think this guy likes to make sure his cameras is out as far as it can be, and he's looking at spreadsheets. That's my thinking. Oh, but yeah. it doesn't play like that. Um, you can in fact yeah. get behind the wheel of a little car that's just driving around, mm. and and you can kind of get this first person view if you wanted, just for funsies. Um, you might have gotten from the title that there's a lot of voxels involved, and that's true. The whole world is built on this like stylized low poly kind of uh not minecraft but you know I don't no know. it's it's the the blocks are a lot smaller than that yeah than any minecraft yeah. not only that it's just i don't know it's not meant to it's not even meant to look minecrafty it's just you know everything's made of voxels and that means a lot of it is is destructible and movable and you know the thing the, the advantages that voxels give you in terms of your terrain or whatever um it's my favorite part of the game, actually, is the look of the thing. I really like the way it looks mm-hmm. and therefore the way it plays. Um, if I had any complaints, we're in early access, so, you know, that is what it is. I think the music is awesome but gets annoying after a while. And part of it is because it's so loud compared to the rest of the game. you got to go kind of adjust it. Not a huge right. deal. I also think that the road construction is a little unintuitive at the moment, and that will get better. It's a little fiddly. And they've acknowledged that. These are very active devs. Um, the goal eventually is, if this guy keeps zooming out, you'd see it. There are tons of cities and towns that need you to expand your reach as a freaking tycoon and, and own all the business everywhere. And the game lets you basically do that. Um, it's not a multiplayer game, but its uh, its goal is clearly to dominate the freaking planet. And... Um, my, my pros this week are amazing graphical style and art direction. I really like the way it looks and feels. And uh, it plays like a tycoon game. If, you'll know it. If right. you hear me say tycoon, like Zook Tycoon or freaking uh, Hotel did you say? Tycoon. Did you say Zoot Tycoon Zoo. or Zoot Tycoon? Zoo. Oh, Zoo. I want it to be a Zoot Tycoon. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, I really get into selling Zoot Suits. Yeah, Zoots. You're all about uh, commanding the Zoot Suit. Yeah, <laughs> the empire of yeah. the Zoot Suit. Well, some, look, someone's got to make them. People need to buy them. You may as well be the guy that runs Zoot Toot, Zoot Town, Zoot Toot. Zoot Toot, Zoot Toot. <laughs> zoot Toot Toot. Anyway, uh, there is a little SimCity in there, but mostly it's not about building the cities. The cities kind of That's already what I was gonna exist. Say, usually 
usually tycoon games are very specific. It's like a zoo tycoon or mm-hmm. a train tycoon right. or you know a very specific subset of you, you're, you're specializing. Right. And this is more like looks like you're doing city building. So where's the where's the tycoon part? Well, you really aren't doing any city building. You're putting <laughs> some buildings down in cities, right? But you're mostly. Um, the cities are just either already there or kind of self-sufficient and you're just adding things to it. Like, Oh, I'm going to put a warehouse here because I need to store uh, whatever material here. And then I need right. to have it next to a factory that builds, you know, that takes wood and makes it into something else. And then I need to be able to transport and, this stuff to a city that you needs a, the stuff. Are you attracting uh, people to your area? Like, and is there a happiness kind of meter no but you're but it does this? but does grow but not right not like sim city style or 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 i don't know even sim city is a bad example like like those impressions games um that i love so much like uh that nebuchadnezzar game that's out now or oh, yeah, yeah, um yeah. pharaoh and all yeah. that it's not like that where you're trying to you know that's the main goal is improving the the, the lives of your citizens that's not really it this is more right. about profit and maximizing said profit and owning, you know, owning every possible business chain and, and, and logistics chain that exists between these towns and cities. And I found it to be hypnotic. I really like it a lot. And <laughs> so are um, you Voxafeller yet? Yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm Voxafeller center. We're building that now. We're pretty excited <laughs> about it. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, no, but anyway, it's uh, it's pretty neat. It's currently 20, let's see, let me check the price, Twenty four ninety nine on Steam. Uh, like I said, early access came out on the 15th of April, so it's been out for a bit here, a month or two, month and a half. Time for somebody to be the, you know, the top of the tycoon ladder. Yeah, get in there, make it happen. What's funny is the developer and publisher are both called Voxel Tycoon, so I have a feeling this is just like... So- Couple dudes. <laughs> they've they've really they've really bought into uh, this <laughs> this one thing they're doing. Yeah, right? they're hot thing. Uh, reviews yeah. are really good so far. People dig it. This was also a demo that came out before the game did, and people seem to really react to it well. Which means the demo is still there if you want to play it and try it. Um, I like it a lot. Here's their description: A management sim set in the infinite voxel world. That's the other thing. It goes on forever. There's no end. There's no walls. It's just keep right. building, keep building, keep building. Mine resources, process them into goods in your custom factories, set up supply chains and passenger routes with a huge fleet of trains, trucks, and buses and turn small cities into prosperous mega, 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 how do you say that? Mega metropolis. They're saying it wrong here. Megapolis. Oh, yeah, I see what they put. They put megapolis. Yeah, that's weird. Isn't that weird? Megapolises. That's not right. How do you even say that? Megapolises. Yes, sure. And then... uh, I see the word now. Have a thriving economy, they say. So anyway, I think it's cool. And I'm not... I'm not great at these logistics management type games. But for some reason, this one's sticking. And I'm not sure why. I was watching the gameplay. And I I do like... It's kind of more of a minimalist approach towards uh, a lot of the interface. Oh, for sure. I kind of like that. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Especially, I mean... Like I say, the vo- the, the voxel this, nature of it is means you can go forever. Like this thing's like and, an unlimited it, game size. And at first I was critical like you where this guy was really zoomed out. But he's doing something that I am very poor at when it comes to these games. I usually end up bunching everything up into like <laughs> one area. Yeah. Because I'm just limited in my vision, I suppose. I do the same thing. But he's yeah. actually making some, you know, he's making some, he's spreading it out a little bit. And he's going back in and kind of filling the parts in so yeah, he's smart he's a smart he's, player this guy 
which is why I chose his video. He looks stupid at first, but he's winning me over. He's winning me over with his. uh, You got us with your master skills and your your acumen. (laughs) All right, Brian, let's talk about the wild. Oh, okay. So again, that's Voxel Tycoon. I will give that. uh, So far in early access, I'll give it seven point five little tiny cubes out of ten. Oh, so yeah. Okay. He's, Voxel uh, Tycoon. People don't like it when we Voxel don't mention tycoon. the game twice or three times, four times. Yeah. So I try to mention it as many times as possible yeah. now. Voxel Matter Tycoon. Matter of fact, you'll be at some point, you're like, okay, we get it. We know the game, Brian. <laughs> we know what it is. All right. Tell us about The is. Wild at Heart, Brian. The Wild. Oh, The Wild at Heart came out day one release on the Xbox Game Pass this week. And you know what a what a pleasure I am when it comes to talking about the Xbox Game Pass. Actually, Truly. I love it. I love it, too. I think it's amazing. It is amazing. All right, so in the Wild Heart, you play as Wake, a sad little 2D drone character ripped from the pages of the storybook, complete with a bad family life and a desire to escape it. Uh, you start your colorful adventure in your own backyard that opens up into the woods that are like right behind your house. I mean, right there. Oh, but first you got to stock up on chips, maps, and a gust buster that works sort of like the Poltergust 3000 in Luigi's Mansion. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally. You know what I'm talking about a little vacuum cleaner that yeah. Luigi puts on his back and he sucks up ghosts and stuff? You yeah. kind of have one of those, but there's no ghost, ghost involved here. Actually, there are some ghosts, but you can't bust them. Anyway, <laughs> so All Wake right. is supposed to, you know, he's he's trying to escape his alcoholic father, so he's trying to run away. So he's, he's supposed to meet his friend Kirby. No, not that Kirby. Uh, just a friend named Kirby uh, and they're going to make their great escape and they're going into the, they're running away into the woods. But uh, before he can meet up with Kirby, he runs into a little creature called a Spriteling. He's a cute little Pikmin sort. Remember Pikmin? Oh yeah. I remember. Pikmin. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you liked Pikmin, well, you're what if I didn't, what what if I didn't like next. Pikmin? What if I really didn't like Pikmin? Then I, you probably want to avoid this game. That okay? So the Pikmin, he kind of he kind of pulls you into the woods. He's cute. he's like a little cute guy, right? He's like uh-huh. this little cute little sprite fairy looking little thing, uh-huh. little ground fr- fairy uh-huh. running around. And uh, so he introduces it to his creepy uh, wooden wooden armed friend called Greycoat. Greycoat is uh, he he then requests that you come into the woods and fight the Never. Uh, a fairy tale darkness that menaces the woods. Does he have a dark? Does he have a a gray coat? He does have a gray coat, okay. and I keep waiting for him to die and turn into white coat, but he doesn't do it. Okay, so all of this adventure is set in a beautifully rendered two point five D watercolor world with a lots of robust earthy tones of color uh, that your character prances about in, kind of like uh, in Don't Starve. Okay. Remember how that guy just dances around? Yeah, I like Don't Starve. It's kind of like that. I like the Don't Starve yeah. art. I don't like the game itself, but anyway, continue. Right. So the Wild at Heart developers, uh, Moonlight Kids, have found a way to to really, really, well, this really well-crafted, uh, combine the following elements into their game. So there's kind of a Pikmin-like progression where you're collecting all these little Spritelings with a little bit of Zelda-like exploration. Yeah. With art that is kind of reminds me of uh, like where the wild things are, that little ch- the children's book. Yeah, uh, and there's a whole bunch of these ki- these developers, are obviously children of the '80s and '90s, because they have so many pop culture references uh, through this game completely. Uh, and then they use something that I end up run into a lot in these indie games, uh, which is a popular indie game story trope 
of dysfunctional families because they're modern fairy tales, right? You're trying to get away from, uh, trying to get away from and go on adventures. That's what you do. And there's also just a little bit of the breath of the wild crafting, mm. you know, where you kind of combine stuff together and you kind of go, Oh, that makes this recipe. Do my, cool. do my weapons break or no, your weapons do not break oh, because there's really no weapons to speak of. The weapons are these little spritelings. The spritelings are wood folk, little short, little wood folk like Pikmin's. Mm. And they're, most of them are based on different elements. So when you first start, you get like a little woodling. He's, uh, he's made out of, he's kind of like friendly to wood and he can kind of <laughs> clear out areas that you're trying to explore too. So like if you need to get past a poison mushroom, he's on it. Yeah. You just pick up your little guy, your yeah. little spritling and you throw it. He's friendly to wood. The, see, so he's going to, he's do, friendly to wood. Yeah, yeah. And so you can throw this guy. Or multiple of these guys. That's what I really like to do. I like really like loading up. Like yeah. if you play Pikmin, you know, you kind of, as you go along, you keep getting more and more of these little spritelings. Sure. And you start creating this horde, you know, this little herd of, of little guys. Yeah. And you can activate these guys by tossing them. Now, the little spritling AI is pretty smart. He'll go to work on anything you throw him at. If you throw him at something that needs to be cleared out of the way, if he gets close enough, he activates, starts clearing it for you. And you can keep on exploring. Or if you need to collect some resources, which you'll want to collect some resources because eventually you'll locate a camp. And once you locate that camp, that's when you can get into that crafting I was talking about. Gotcha. Uh, right. So there's a bunch of camps. There's there's the main primary base camp that you'll locate. And then there's a bunch of smaller camps uh, in each of the areas that you're going to explore. So those camps also usually are attached to some portals where you can easily and quickly navigate between areas of the map. And the reason why that's important is because this is very much like like Zelda. You'll run into an area. It's not really like Metroidvania. It's more like Zelda. You'll get to an area where you're exploring, and you can't get through there because you don't have the power glove, right? You can't lift something. You can't do something just yet. And so you'll have to backtrack. Right. And He's come doing back it now later. in this video. I can see it. He had to, he had to go find a, a windmill thing that would then open Correct. the gate. And now he's got to go back to right. the gate. Yeah. So he has to. So he's got his little vacuum cleaner, and he'll come across uh, these these windmills from uh, from time to time, where areas are gated off with these uh, wood fences. And so sometimes that's the way you do it. Sometimes you have big, large blocks of things that you have to get out of the way, and it'll tell you when you walk up to the block. It's like you need you have zero of you know twenty uh, spritelings, and yeah. if you had twenty spritelings, you can throw them at it. They'll all get up to work, and they'll heft that thing up and move it for you, which is good because Wake is a weakling. He can't do anything. He can kick a couple of trash bags until scrap falls out, Yeah, but that takes a really long time. Sure, You can throw any little spritelings at it, and they'll make short work of it. Now, do you uh, say portal, you get, portals or pornholes? I don't know how I, I, don't know uh, I heard that they're right. They're pornholes. Okay. Porn, and uh, porn that's holes. the only reason why this game is rated R, but <laughs> no. So, portals... Okay. I'll start pronouncing that T for you. Okay, thank I'll, you. I'll buy another T. So portals. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> there is a day-night cycle in this game, too, speaking of portals, because you'll find yourself often in an area exploring, trying to solve these puzzles that are kind of, most of the puzzles are pretty simple. You know, it's like you'll walk up to something and it'll say, uh, you need to, you know, put X number of your sprite lanes on this platform, uh, like, 
five so that it can open this gate. Yeah. And then you'll have to throw five more on another switch so that you can open this gate. So the puzzle solving's there. But most of this game is about exploration and revealing more story. Because not only are you re- revealing story about your own history, you're also revealing story about uh, these these green shields, which are these guardians who I'm talking to right now, Greycoat. Greycoat. He's Old the first Greycoat, uh, green yeah. shield that I met. Yeah. Uh, he's... They're trying to get rid of the never, which is kind of like, you know, you've, you've seen the never ending story, right? That, that dark, that darkness that just oh, sure. slowly covers the land. You've seen Fern Gully, yeah. right? Oh yeah. We're the, we're the never in that the humans are. Yeah. We're terrible. We are the worst. Uh, Look at us creeping over everything. The, yeah. I know we're creeping and killing stuff, but so you continue on your adventure here, revealing story bits uh, about the green shields and more about your spritelings and what's going on in the woods and how it relates to your own personal story. And eventually you will get an opportunity to meet up with your friend who you wanted to meet at the beginning, Kirby. And she has her own special abilities uh, and she gets, a, I think it's a lantern of some sort. Anyway, it's able to drive back some of the blight that the never is uh, like spreading throughout the woods, the deep woods. By the way, this game is called The Wild at Heart. Uh, and so easy, just right there, just in case you didn't know it. Um, so you're trying to help the Green Shields get back to full form because they're the protectors of the woods and you're trying to get rid of the never. Oh, by the way, mm. they're talking about the shiny rock. This game is really good uh, about not being intrusive with the, the like, uh, with the interface. So the shiny rock allows you to call home in case you've forgotten the task at hand. You can actually call one of the uh, one of the task givers and they'll they'll give you a little hint or a tip. It's usually not going to not going to give you like no big tip or anything, but they'll just give you a little gentle reminder of what you're doing because it's real easy to get lost mm. because a lot of times you have to be on one side of the map and then to unlock a certain area there, you have to go all the way back to the other side of the map. And mm. so it's real easy to get distracted because while you're trying to explore, there's uh, slimy blobs, there's rhino beetles that look like they're mushrooms, but then they pop up when you walk up too close to them. You have to start throwing spritelings at them and uh, hopefully defeat them quickly. Uh, and some spritelings, uh, like I said earlier, they represent different elements. So let's say you have an ember spritling. They're able to uh, fight like ice bad guys Mm. so you may come across a rhino beetle who has got a ice mushroom on his back Mm. and so he's the one that does it Mm. otherwise those freeze your guys and then you can't use them unless you suck them up that's no good you need to you need your guys yeah you need your guys guys. you got to have your guys because if you lose your guys like i said earlier you're going to be unlocking things uh that will allow you to get more. I don't know if I said this or not. Uh, but anyway, back at camp, yeah. you can do upgrades to yeah. your character and your equipment, uh, and you'll be able to control more of the spritelings. Yeah. And that's important because, uh, like I said, you can't get to certain areas until you get to a certain place where you can, you know, pull out thirty-five of them. By the way, you can have it like I think I think the most I've seen so far is like around forty or so. Yeah. That I, at least that's how far I get, and that's a lot of dudes hanging around your feet. Yeah, I'm like I would totally trip over all these guys. I can't even handle my two cats I have in the house. Yeah, I don't know cats how the crap we're gonna have all these guys. Pain in the ass, those guys, those cats. Pain in the butt. All right, the but game anyway, looks good. yes, it looks neat. 
Uh, it but, is neat. I didn't yeah. get to all the crafting. Oh, my God. There, I could just talk about this game forever. Oh, you know what I forgot just, to do? I totally forgot to play some audio for mine. I'm not going to. I'm going to play yours instead. Here, listen to this some audio, audio from Wild at Heart. It's whimsical. Very whimsical. Here. Oh, geez. How about this part? Right here? You guys hear the whimsy? I can hear the whimsy in that. There's a lot of whimsy in there. Now, I chose a whimsy point. Now, unlike your game, Voxel Tycoon, this game uh, goes to great effort to make each area and each uh, mood match the music. Mm. So they have a, they have a separate soundtrack, and, and they always seem to... Uh, have the right mood for every area in. So if you're in an area that needs to be whimsical or fun, it is that. If it is starting to, if that day-night cycle is starting to hit yeah. and, the, and it's starting to get nighttime, yeah. they'll change the variation on that. And it's a good audio cue to know, oh, it's time to get back to camp because if I don't, the never is going to start chasing me. Did I mention that the never chases you? You did. The never chases you, you at chase, nighttime. Yeah, you and that's that. bad because that guy, he will he will kill your little guys, right? He'll kill your little your little, your little pixel guys. He'll kill them. Yeah, he'll murder them. He'll murder them dead, and they'll float away like little ghosts. And you'll yeah. go, oh, no. By yeah. the way, these yeah. little sprightling turds, Yeah. as much as I love them, I also hate them because <laughs> <laughs> there's a – so, okay, so – you're you're running around these guys, and as long as uh, as long as nothing's happened, yeah. you know they'll all stick to you. They're like, they're very you know they're tight formation. Sure, but if you get in a battle, you may throw one, and you may get in an area that's kind of too far away to be attracted back to you, and too far away to be attracted to the you know to the task at hand, and they'll just stand there, yeah. and you won't notice, and you'll walk away, and suddenly you'll look down at your stats, and you're like, oh, I'm missing like two sprightlings. You can pull your map up and you can see them on the map and go back and get them. Mm-hmm. However, if it's getting late and dark, you know what? That sprite is gone because I'm going to go back to camp and I'm going to tell them to dismiss the idols. Yeah. And they're going to go. And you'll have to go get some more uh, seeds. So you can, there's sprightling seeds yeah. out in the world. Yeah. And you, uh, you when a, when a mommy those. When a mommy sprite loves daddy sprite very much. <laughs> Right. It makes a and so you seeds. do that. So you go out and you collect some more sprite uh, sprite seeds, and you bring them back, and you you make some Seven Up. You make some sprites <laughs> out of them, some more spritelings. I and, see what uh, you did there, you, the sprite and the Seven Up. That was good, right? But there is a, there is a fine balance <laughs> between what you keep in your inventory because you only can deploy so many at a time. But as you upgrade, you can deploy deploy more. Uh, but like if you're going to go into a fight with like some some ice baddies, you don't want to bring a bunch of wood. Wood guys, wood sprites, they're not going to be effective. So you no. got to bring your ember sprites. Never bring right? wood, uh, wood sprites to a fire or a ice fight. That's the that right. phrase. And so, <laughs> so you do that. You do a lot of that with the uh, with the, uh, with, the uh, with the guardians of the of the woods. But then you also later later game you get to do some uh, mythical creatures and stuff that you have to go talk to and get a few more power. Anyway, the yeah. point is, I got gotcha. you. The point is. This game is a solid game. It is on the Xbox Game Pass. It it uh, it has done something that a lot of the indie games that I've played that are kind of cute like this. Yeah, they they've actually made solid gameplay. This thing is polished. Mm. It works well, uh, and the things that are glitchy are glitchy fun. 
Okay. You know? Well, give so, us give us a um, give me a review. What would you? Uh, eight dead beat dads out of ten. I'm running aways forever, and I went too long. And Scott's got to go to do his. Stream. Don't worry, we still we're still good. Don't you stress. All right. So the game right. is called The Wild at Heart. The Wild. The Wild at Heart now has Xbox Game Pass for uh, developers Moonlight Kids, and it is on Steam for twenty four ninety nine or a part of the Xbox Game Pass. Very nice. It's a me, all right, check it out. It's time for us to play Guess My Game, where we take an old game that uh, is old, and we talk about it. Uh, mine's about 12, 13 years old. No. Hold on. Oh, no, that is about that now. Oh, geez, that's crazy. Is that retro or old school? Uh, I don't know anymore. <laughs> 2008. Uh, it was a multi-platform <laughs> game at the time. I played it on 360, but your mileage may vary. That is your hint. Here is your sound. See if you can figure it out. Here you go. It's me. I wish I could talk to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about everything. I wish I could just stop. It's all falling apart here. I can't believe what's happening. It's strange. The little thing. This last part. How many times you watched that thing? Guess you really miss her. Don't worry, we're almost there. You'll be able to look her up once we're on board. All right. Any guesses? (sighs) That sounds like Bioshock to me. You would be incorrect. (sighs) Any other guesses? Any other? You get three. Three guesses. Uh, I'll give you another hint since you got that wrong. That's how this works. Uh, Published by Electronic Arts. Oh, okay. Um... And then it's uh, it's uh, Madden 2008. Your final <laughs> hint. There were three of them. Three of them. Sequel. Okay, so that's that's what I, I swear I thought it was this, Bioshock. This audio I mean, is from it, the first one, but there were three ultimately made. Chat room got it. Let's see if you can get it. Okay, I don't want to look at chat. Okay. Uh, only thing I was playing this time that went to sequels. That was so story heavy with people talking was this uh, Bioshock and uh, Dead Space. That was the only two that I really remember that had all that. Is it Dead Space? It's Dead Space. Is it Dead Space? Yes. Yeah, well done. It's Dead Space. Dead Space 1 in particular. And uh, that game scared me. But 2 is the one that really got its teeth in me and made me want to die. Right. It yeah. it was definitely sci-fi in nature. You could tell it from the from the audio clip. Oh was, yeah, because you're getting. It didn't ships. sound like horror, but it sounded like one of those pseudo horrors, which is kind of. Yeah. I remember Dead Space being scarier than that, though. Well, that was just the starting. You sure it wasn't Bioshock? Positive. <laughs> that was just the starting <laughs> uh, the starting t- dialogue, but that game got pretty freaky as you went on, and it did. And two oh, it in got particular, buried. two really got under my cheese and melted it. It was bad. Yeah, I never um, played two. All right, I'm going to play yours. Uh, your hint here, I see, is 1990 and from Atari of all uh, companies. Yeah, 1990 Atari from all. And, and this I played in the arcade. I'm not Ooh. saying it wasn't other places. I'm just saying that it was, uh, Ooh. I played it in arcade. All right, let's play it and find out. say Atari Atari 
Genesis chip sounding as the soundboard. That's probably the most familiar part of it. I don't know, dude. I don't freaking know. It's some kind of beat em up. It is a beat em up. Like a side scrolling beat em up unit deal. Right. And a chat room did get it. At least one person in the chat room got it. And um, it mean- was inspired in part with uh, by Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, really? All right. Um, yeah. Let me give you my first a, guess a, and then you can give me a, a, hint. a movie. What's that? I'll give you a first guess here. Um, right. Oh, this wasn't that a movie. This wasn't this. This wasn't. No, it wasn't based. It wasn't like it wasn't like, oh, this is the video game based on the movie. It was like, hey, look at this movie. We should make a game this like that. But not not pay anybody. Like Bloodsport kind of style or something? <laughs> yeah, like Bloodsport. That's the game. Bloodsport. Wait, this is the game Bloodsport? It's No, it's not the game Bloodsport. Oh. But it is a video game based on that whole Okay, so it's nice. So they made a game that was a lot like Bloodsport. Right. Um cuz that was the hotness at the time. Okay. Well, I didn't get my buzz. And it looked it And if you looked at it, you would kind of think did people did is this that Mortal Kombat kind of technology cuz it looks like Mortal Kombat. Oh, so it's photo or it's um, um yeah, little, frame capture, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yep. 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 Forgot that's called. Actors have been in front of green screens and they captured them and they. Uh, Death magnet. Death magnet. You got it. It's not it. Is that your that's uh, your second? Give me, or third give me my last hint. You got one more hint. Uh, let me see here. At the end of every fight, if you won, you would be standing on a forklift. And you would go up. Shut up, really? With cash that <laughs> what? went to your feet. Oh, 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 uh, oh, that's really a strong memory. Yeah, that's why I said that the, the money counting is was so loud in the arcade. That's the reason why I remember this game. Uh, ah, shit. Uh, money <laughs> elevator. I have no idea. What is it? It's Pit Fighter. Oh, Pit Fighter. Gosh dang it. Pit Fighter. You are the Pit Fighters fighting in the back alleys of... of <laughs> ah, shit. Hold on. Is it, did the chat get that right? Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah, they uh, did. Several got that right. Ah, Tondra Tondra Gross, was I think, first. first yeah. Yeah. Well done. Nice job, everybody. Ah, I feel like a dummy when I get that wrong. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah, I remember if that you game. Watch, if you watch the little video, you'll you'll be like, oh, God, of course, Pit Fighter. Yeah, I totally I remember, remember this it. Game. It's just been too freaking long is what it's yeah. been. It's been so long. All right. Uh, instead of uh, doing an email today, we're going to do and a reminder, though. You can still send us your emails. Send us your emails. Uh, uh, what, are, what is it? Boopshow at gmail.com. Uh, instead, we're going to give away a contest winner because you guys over on our Reddit page submitted stories that you thought were freaking funny. And Brian, we have a winner. Uh, yes. How did it go? Who 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 won? And 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 okay. I know a few came close because uh, you and I kind of had the same list. But let's go through. Right. It. So here here was the here was the idea. We wanted to know. I I asked the question on the on the Reddit, the Boop Reddit. I said, "Do you have a story about that one time you ruined everything by yep. trying to eat, drink, while gaming? Give us your story if you have one." And we did. And uh, I like we had a top three here, but we're just going to go with the top one. We're going to give away three games. Uh, to to uh, turkey horseshoe 
And you can head over to Reddit and just look at the uh, contest. Uh, had a great tale to weave of destruction uh, to to their their hardware. Yeah. Uh, thanks to food or and drink. You ruined in this everything. Case, yeah. Just jacked up right. your life because you dumped a Coke on something or whatever. What yeah. So Turkey Horseshoe, there's the winner. And then our number two was Balls 93 and then Grizz 616. Those were all great stories in my they were all great stories but those are my top three and scott agreed and uh and so i'll, I'll be notifying turkey horseshoe in the uh <laughs> in the reddit in the reddit yeah it's a good idea we'll, in the reddit and american we'll be sending fugitives out those. cook serve delicious and big little workshop or little big workshop amazing yes. quality content games right there those are very and we'll good. be doing more we'll be doing more uh contest there if you have oh, a contest yeah. idea yeah uh send them to the what was it again boop show boop at show gmail.com gmail. baby yeah yeah we uh, want yeah, to give away that. some of these game codes man we got some game codes we want to give them away yeah we got codes we're gonna give them to you but you gotta do a little work for it like tell us funny stories so there you go next time we have a contest we will make sure to let you know well in advance so you know what you're up against okay and join the reddit why not go over there and check it out it's over at boopshow.reddit.com super simple uh that's gonna do it for the show today big thanks to everybody for showing up frogpants.com slash boop is our website boopshow at gmail.com is that email address once again you can follow us on twitter at boopshow brian's at the brian dunaway i'm at scott johnson and why not throw us a twitch follow while you're at it you can find that over at twitch.tv slash brian dunaway or slash frogpants either way get you there Stick around after the show today if you're here live and you'll watch me play Resident Evil 8 for my live stream, part two. Yeah, part two. John Jagger will be joining me. We're going to be playing. It'll be fun. And uh, we're only a couple hours into that game, so we've got a lot left to do. Uh, Brian, anything else you'd like to say before we go? Uh, next week, I'll be playing either Insurmountable or maybe a Lacuna, a sci-fi noir adventure. But follow Ooh. if you follow me on Twitter, I usually post what I'm doing. Or if you're on the Discord server or on Reddit, uh, whatever. Just, you know, internet. Whatever. whatever. No, I feel you. Um, by the way, uh, this week's film sack will be the brand new Army of the Dead by Zack Snyder yes. movie. So we're watching that thing on Netflix like the week it comes out well i guess it came out last friday but uh less than a week and that's the soonest we've done anything on this show anything ex- except ever. for force awakens but that didn't count because that was theaters it was different yeah um so anyway we're gonna be doing that this weekend so check that out and in the meantime everyone have a fantastic week stay out of trouble play lots of video games and we'll see you then This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. I don't like steam. I love steam. Destroy them with laser.